Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's podcast. Um, David Flatman is away. He has taken his lovely family wine tasting and steak sampling in South Africa because nine-year-old and 11-year-old kids absolutely love that but it doesn't matter because <laughs> we found a friend I've called a friend um, an acquaintance yeah so shit um, Mr. Andrew Crotter as I live and breathe hello there how are you hello, what, I mean, what should we call this episode um, sh- Shanks and Cots I mean you, you have to get top billing so Shanotter? no it's still it's flight Flanks and flanks and shats, flats and shanks with added added Scottish bonus. tool. Yeah, added bonus. How are you, I'm Andrew? Sniffing into the mic. Well, I'm sniffing into the microphone. That's a that's a poor start. Poor mm. microphone technique. Uh, I'm all right. I'm just in the people who know me know I get a lot of colds and I talk about them a lot as well. So um, I am in the last the dying days of of man flu. Um, it's quite a bad one. I googled the other day. I googled lots of stuff, but I googled uh, uh, how many colds you're supposed to get a year because <laughs> I wanted to know if I was normal or abnormal. I'll tell you that how now. Many, how many do you get a year? Um, I mean, where's your cutoff point for a cold? I mean, well, how, how bad do you, you have, have a to cold? Be? Do you have um, what, may, maybe cutoff point? I don't know. Well, how bad is a cold? It could, you, could you have a runny nose, or does it have to be no, where you've got a headache? Be, that could be hay fever. No, you've got to have a full cold that starts okay. with a sore throat, develops into a cold, and then there's there's you know stuff, green stuff. Right, I'm bit, I've never been asked this, but I probably reckon three, maybe four times a year. Yeah, so you've got children, you've got about 14 children, so that doesn't help. Um, because I was... Uh, I, I think if you don't have children... Mm. And I've not been blessed by the good Lord in that way. Um, so you, you're supposed to be sort of less Im- immune to colds, but because you aren't interacting with children all the time, because <laughs> you're not you're not around children all the time. Like if you're a teacher, you're going to get about six colds a year. Yeah, yeah. Um, whereas I, I shouldn't. I get dog colds. Maybe, maybe that's what I get. How many do you get a year then? 
Uh, I get about three, yeah, but I just I think they just sort of all run into one another. They linger a bit longer. They linger longer. Um, ten days calls are supposed to do. I think day five is 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 the worst day, and that was when I was doing Glasgow against Lions commentary. So I apologise, Devon, for that. But um, you, yeah, I'm over it. I'm I'm kind of over it now. Because I got the invite, I said last week to to play Troon, but you didn't play, did you? Because I didn't. I was would you have, so well, if I was there? Would you have braved it? Uh, yes, yes, I would have. And I, I was supposed to be playing with um, a celebrated international coach. Uh, and I don't play golf very often, but I was going to break out my clubs for this. And I sent you a video of the, the fifth tee mm. Troon on that day, and it was because it was absolutely stunning. Um, but I couldn't play because he'd come back from Hong Kong and he was ill. So um, everyone who comes yeah. back from Hong Kong's ill. That's just a fact. Although I was doing a game uh, previous weekend with Andy Good, who came back and mm. just came straight off the plane down to Stratford to do commentary. Mm. And Andy Good had been living life large out there as Andy Good does, and um, and he he was absolutely in the rudest of health. He was fine. Yeah, I but if you it. if you took his blood and under a microscope would be the same as a, a swine pig <laughs> so, yes a, a swine pig yeah. one of those creatures yeah. I'm going to have to see it I, I've, I've just found in this, um, man in this bear technical pig. system that you is. use man <laughs> well, you are South Park um, so I'm going to have to I found the mute function because I'm going to have to I'm going to mute blow my nose and reappear okay. while you do some fancy introductions to no you um, we're, we're do we talk about like field and flower and do I have to talk about Camaro Joe's and brisket or well, something well are like you that? are you a barbecuer no are you a cooker do you, do you cook well um, I don't I, I, quite, I quite liked cooking but I don't because I've fallen into the habit of my other half lady um has uh she's a wonderful cook and she loves cooking it's you know sort of her therapy and so um, she needs yeah. therapy but you know what i mean it's relaxation it's her release. It's fun. Yeah. She, enjoys, she loves it yeah it's her release Absolutely from the intense it. andrew cotter i from get the it intense i'm sniffing again um so and she's a fantastic cook so i've fallen into the the habit of she's a feeder laziness yes we fall into <laughs> laziness no i quite like the idea of cooking i just uh, pots and pans and cleaning up so i end up having to do that the less fun part, because who, whoever cooks doesn't clean up. So um, oh, I'm the other. One. I, if you cook, you clean up. I I hate it because if my wife cooks, she just uses every pan available, and I just look at it and I think I just don't know where to start. Yeah, that's not that's not. I mean, no. that's the way I would cook. I think as well though. But but you cl- clean up as you go along, don't you? That's the best way to do, do it. Do you want to have a quick blow of your nose? Yeah, hang on a second. You just uh, sing a little song while I do this. Yeah, that's no, fine. I'll, I'll put some music in. Oh, that, that was a good one. That was good. Right, I'm ba- back in the room. Um, so tell us, what have you been up to? Well, tell me. What have I been up to? Well, I, it, honestly, it's been a... Str- so, um, psychologically, it's been a hard week because for the last 22 years, I would have been out at the Masters this past week. Oh. oh. And this year, for the first time, it's become a sort of... Th- you know, 22 years, you get used to it. And, and I think Andy you Swiss do appreciate it. Of you. Yeah. Uh, so I was at Scottsdale instead, which is fine. Um, so it was, uh, yeah, it was it was difficult. I mean, I don't know. That's just uh, that's not that's that's chat for a golf pod, and not for. Uh, well, you you did a golf pod, didn't you, for a bit? We did. We did uh, um, the cut on the BBC with Ian oh, Carter, and then yeah. I did the Pepper Pod yeah. with Eddie Pepperell. Gives a second John series, Pog. yeah, shit. <laughs> no, we did. Well, that's the thing. <laughs> we did fifteen episodes, and it was. 
constantly in the constantly in the top three sports podcasts in the UK. But I think people at that time were listening because it was in 2020. They were listening because of all the dog stuff that was going on. So I think people were listening to about five minutes of it, which still registers, and then going, "Hang on a minute, he's talking about golf <laughs> or something." So, but 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 sort of exciting news is that there there may well be. Give us a second series, not of the Pepper Pod, but um, that you know he might be involved, and others might be involved, and there might be a podcast, uh, a golf podcast on the way. So, mm-hmm. well, I had a bad Masters experience this year because, <laughs> Did you? well, the best two days are obviously um, Saturday and Sunday. Yeah, you know, you, the the players sort of work their way up the scoreboard, and you, and you get to yeah. see what's it's exciting. Yeah, you get to see how it's unfolding. But I did. Uh, Cardiff Benetton or Benetton Cardiff I should say on mm. Saturday and went back to the hotel Saturday night lovely hotel the gantry in Stratford but I did leave oh, my yes, I've done that done I did that leave shift. my Apple AirPods there which is a little bit annoying that is annoying um, and I was all ready to watch the Masters with some takeaway food in my room and it was rained off living the dream um, yeah that's it yeah. I was devastated because the next day on the Sunday I had a wedding all day not mine but <laughs> Someone else's. So part of me was praying that it would finish on Monday so I could watch it. Um, And it wasn't to be. That's, I mean, an all-day wedding, so that's full on. I don't, don't, you know, good luck to them, and I'm sure it was a lovely thing. I don't get get weddings at all. I don't understand the point of them. Mm. They're just just parties, which cost £20,000. It's not for you, it's for your, your other half. Well, yes, I, yes, it probably is more for that. You just got to pay for it. <laughs> That's oh, sexist pod. Um, yes, but I don't. But but what's the point of marriage? It's sort of quite a deep and meaningful. Yeah, rugby chat. I'd, I'd probably rather skip over this. Um, <laughs> as would flats, I'm sure. <laughs> but, <laughs> what's the point of anything? Oh, but, it just uh, you know. Yeah, well, exactly. Um, but there was a, quite a few guys there, um, and there was a. We had a bit of a clique. There was a. I didn't know too many people at the wedding, but there was quite a few there that I could see checking their phones constantly, <laughs> looking at the leaderboards in the church. <laughs> we found some common ground. Uh, One guy even had a, it was a black tie wedding. I saw that. I saw, well, I saw you sent a, you sent a picture, which was bizarre that, you know, you, you were wandering down the street in black tie, but didn't mm. seem to have many, much of your trousers left. Oh uh, yeah. And I ripped them trying to, Trying to move like Mick Jagger. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is why you need to have sparrow legs like me, because yeah. there's no the fabric is just never going to be under threat. I Whereas know. if you're a sort of um Roberto Carlos style odd thighed. Just imagine person. John Travolta in Saturday Night Fever when he's on the middle <clears> of the dance floor and he does like the splits. Like like a hurdle position. I thought I thought I'd try that. <laughs> and yeah. Have you not got I didn't think your knee would would live up to that kind of it's grazed test. It's grazed. I've got one of those burns now on my knee, which you know, ones that stick to your trousers or your, <laughs> your bed sheets. But anyway, so it's black tie, and there was a um, obviously people sometimes have velvet blazers. I had a nice velvet blazer. This one guy, I think his name was Christian, had a green blazer. Extrovert, stay away from him. I said, Oh, which masters did you win, mate? Congratulations. <laughs> what was it? Um, and he he was a um, he was my girlfriend. Mm. Um, Maybe it was Angel Cabrera. Actually, yeah, it could he's—I don't know if he's still in prison. I, I should probably. I was looking for him on the recent photo where 
the night before they get to pick their food, and all the previous winners go. I couldn't see him. No, well, he's no, well, he wasn't. He was in prison, Angel. Oh, he um, was, was he? No, genuinely, yeah. Oh. No, yeah, absolutely. Um, domestic violence, so not not very funny at all. But um, he was. It's quite a you know remarkable story. So that's probably why he wasn't at the Champions Dinner. So yeah, um, <laughs> yeah maybe they zoomed him. Did those quick teams on the TV. Yeah, exactly. But so, yeah, so but it was a lovely wedding, Andrew, and we had a <laughs> we had a nice cruise along the Thames on a boat for a couple of hours. Oh right, okay, gotcha. Yep. And then went back to it was in South Bank and was um, good fun. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but so I'm you, feeling but it today. No, but you'll be a. Uh, are you a person who you say you say you found some people who were just watching the Masters so you could sort of bond with them a little yep. bit? But if you don't know many people at a wedding, are you the kind of person who can? make friends, can mingle, can go up and chat to people? Yeah, I can, but after about 10 pints. <laughs> yeah, okay. No, good. Well, I'm glad, because yeah. my, my experience of weddings in the past is uh, I don't like to bother people, um, so I just sort of stay in the table in the corner. And, uh, <laughs> then, then the invitations stopped arriving after a while. <laughs> I did see Dan Loeb there. Oh really? Dan, Dan Lob's yeah. a great guy. Yeah, Lob. Sorry, Lob. I, yeah. Dan Lob. Yeah, tall, tall yes. man, handsome yes. man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He didn't remember me. I, I did a little bit of work with him. I had to remind him. But mm. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> oh dear. But anyway, there we are. So you had a nice, yes. uh, expensive yes. party. Good. Yeah. So, um, so what get you? So you were doing? Uh, or am, am I? No, I'm just trying to see how long we've been recording for because there's a cut-off point where you have to talk about other stuff. Yeah, we got a gym bit stuff. Longer. So you've been to the gym this morning, have you? Yeah, yeah. big fella. Yeah, uh, yeah. Didn't you? do much. Yeah, I didn't do much. But they, they have a steam room there, and it's amazing for hangovers. Yeah, but I, I think you pointed out in a pod the other week. Steam room's not really. You think you're doing yourself some good, but you're not really. You're just placebo. Yeah, so, sweating, aren't you? It's like really? one of those balance bands on your on your wrist, isn't it? Placebo effect. Oh yeah, what happened to those? I I remember um, in, in in the nineties, copper bracelets on your wrists mm. were a big thing. All the golfers were wearing these copper. They're absolute nonsense. Lee but Byrne everyone made about just five sort of, grand selling them in Welsh campgrounds. Yeah, and everyone just goes along with it and thinks, yeah, absolutely. Then we got the hammered by New Zealand, things. so we took them all off. <laughs> 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 um, so th- th- this part we normally talk about food. Um, yeah. I've got a lovely coat de birth which I'm, I'm having tonight from Field and Flowers. So yeah. it's the first time I'm going to cr- crank up the barbecue. Yeah. See, it, it, it's not quite. I think next week the temperature is getting up to about you know twenty degrees. So next week's the time to really. I think this week's actually still pretty. I mean, the weather's pretty grim here today, so um, well, yeah. I don't think it's quite quite there in barbecue yet. I've stopped eating. Um, Red meat as well, so I can't really join in the flats and shanks stuff mm. because I just caught the boeuf. I just think of cows and their their sad eyes. Like when I drive past a, um, a sort of cattle truck on the motorway, and you just see their eyes staring. It just makes me very sad. So, um, uh, so six foot is it chickens. just red meat? Or? <laughs> um, yeah. Well, no. I still eat. I'm, I'm such a. I'm a sort of. Um, hypocritical, um, not even vegetarian, because I still do eat meat and I still eat red meat, but I, I get sad about it. So. You feed swans burgers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. See, what I quite enjoy listening to the podcast usually is when you throw in either an office quote or a partridge quote, and Flats knows that it's something, but he doesn't quite know <laughs> what it is, so he just goes, huh. 
Lovely stuff. Yeah. <laughs> no idea. They go straight over his head. Yeah, I know. Excellent. Um, yeah. Um, okay, what about... What have you been watching on TV? <laughs> you don't have a TV. Tell me now. Don't have a TV. I'm against TV. No, I'm, I do. Well, because I've got a little, um, so I can combine my gym and TV chat into one. In that, I don't. I don't. I used to be a fully paid up member of um, of David Lloyd's yeah, everywhere. Strong is one of them. But yeah, but then they started having these. They, they 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 gave. I fell out with David Lloyd, not David Lloyd himself, although I have met him. But uh, but David Lloyd's when um, uh, they gave over their squash courts to these classes that were sort of darkened rooms and the neon lit and people shouting stuff, and they were called Waz or Blaz or something like that. Zumba. And I just Zumba, no, I think they were called Blaze. I think the classes were called Blaze. I just thought, ah, oh, where are the people going to play squash now? I'm old school. I like gyms to be sort of um, rustic French gyms where yeah. they where they just have ancient cobweb covered weights that you can move around a bit and you can do some stretching and and things like that. But uh, you know, gym classes. When you played squash, did you have like those plastic glasses <laughs> with a bit of elastic round? I didn't play squash, but I wanted people <laughs> who played squash to have somewhere to play squash. <laughs> That's the thing. I got. I was getting angry on their behalf. <laughs> oh, anyway. They put outside the Blaze class yep. in this David Lloyd, they put a big notice board saying, write your comments about how much you're enjoying the classes. And there were a few of us in the, it just just went up and every week we would go up and write, oh, I quite enjoyed playing squash. <laughs> and I... And I and I would do that as well, even though, and and then obviously one of the enthusiastic gym instructors called Dane or Jet or I don't know would come and um, and wipe that off because they only wanted to have positive messages up there, um, and so I think yeah that's when I that's when I stopped. So now I've the long story is that now I've got in the garage I've set up my own little home gym, mm. but I've got a TV in there that's connected to to Netflix. So I'm watching uh, Narcos Mexico the, yes. one, the third one third series now. It's brilliant. Oh, it's good. It's yeah. my favourite. Have you seen The Last of Us yet? I've seen two episodes of it, which are quite... Although, there are quite a lot of zombie, dystopian, not-many-people-left-in-the-world programmes around, so... The start of episode one was amazing, wasn't it? When they started talking about... I didn't see I didn't see that. I'd like to see the genesis of it, how yep. it came about. I quite like that idea. Yep. But I, I joined it when... The, the first episode I saw was when uh, there was this sort of preacher man who was part of a, a a little colony community that um that seemed to be good at the start and obviously in the end yeah. weren't good. I'm not gonna give spo- spoilers. spoilers well, I liked so. episode three. Flats' favourite was episode four. You'll you'll get to them. <laughs> oh episode three and four. I don't know what it was in that. I don't know what episode I saw. I saw two episodes and okay. they're both very good, but um yeah, maybe I should give it the whole thing a go. Just start watching Beef on Netflix. Do you think it was about Andrew Johnson, the golfer? <laughs> Where is he now? I'm not. I'm not. He is playing. Before. He had injuries. He had shoulder injury, and uh, but he's got a good podcast out. Um, that go, but he and he came back and he made the cut in Dubai, I think it was. Okay. But he's a talented guy. What a nice guy he is. He is just one of the nicest people around. And he's too. He's, he's too talented. He'll be back. He's got through his injuries now, so I think he'll be you, on the way back. Yeah, you said he's such a nice guy twice, oh, he's which which makes me think he's not now. Which. No, he's no. he's fantastic. Okay. He, I had to. Sp- I mean, we had to do a drive in an electric car in the 
this is about two years ago, 18 months ago, in an electric car and drive up the east coast of Scotland playing 18 holes. It's about 250-mile trip, and it was to show that this car would do this mileage fully electric and play a hole on each of 18 courses. So it was, and it was all you know, great courses up the east coast of Scotland. And I was in uh, a terrible mood that day. I know you'll find that hard to believe. But and he was, but he was so nice. He was just so fun and, and, and trying to get it going. And I was just... Uh, <laughs> Well, because I was playing badly as well, and I just uh, and 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 I was I was tired. I maybe had a cold, one of my three colds of the year as one well. Of your dog so. colds. The one of my dog colds. But yeah, he's a top bloke. I'm playing golf <coughs> this week, actually. You you're always playing golf. Uh, no, I played last week and mm. was terrible. It was at um, Royal Porthcawl. But oh, a great course. Yeah, but I'm I'm off to Dubai to. Mm. Um, play in Jiffy's OG oh, Classic. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Is that Andy Nickel going as well? Yeah, like yeah, yeah, Dylan Hartley. That's good. Uh, I just want, because that's what the problem with having dogs is, because sometimes they eat the post that I get, so they'll have eaten the invitation, and that's why I didn't see it. Jiffy's Maybe they invites, ate the mate. email as well. Jiffy's uh, invites, not mine. I'm just, I'm just a cop. Oh, do you just pass this. on the news to I'm Jiffy? just a, yeah, and he never quite recovered after you left him in commentary. <laughs> I replaced. Did you have I, one of your colds? Then? Was that a bottom cold? That was no. Well, listen. I'd li- I'm I'm glad I've been given this platform to make clear that that is not what was happening. Nothing was coming out of that end. Can we give us some context, out. though, because people might not know what we're talking about. 2013 Stadio Olimpico, Italy against Wales on the BBC, commentating with Jiffy, and just before the anthems, start to feel very, 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 very unwell, and. Uh, yeah, I mean, I got, I got it was up on YouTube. Thankfully, it's not there anymore because it was just you just hear the microphone going down on the table at about um, three minutes fifty into the game when I attempted to say Martin Castro Giovanni and it all went wrong. And so I then just went downstairs into the president's suite, the nearest room, started um, throwing up copiously. So uh, left Jiffy on his own <laughs> to commentate. I think he was eventually. I think Shane Williams was there as well. So Jeffy and Shane were just. Um, I think Hugh Lloyd and Davis might have. He came up in the second half, yes. so he was doing radio, and he came up in the second half to, to bring some order to things because Jeffy and Shane were just going, "Oh, look at that! Let's go to scrum." Try, try, Bosh. <laughs> anyway, but uh, yeah, I, I managed to uh, supersede that as my worst action. That's probably still my worst ever commentary moment. Uh, by Scotland, Italy, and this Six Nations, where um, t- I didn't realise that Tommaso Menicello, uh, I'm, I, I mean, I'm going to make all sorts of excuses here, but I couldn't, Murrayfield's terrible for viewing, and I was a long way, f- you're a long way from the pitch, yeah. you're quite low down, and um, I didn't realise that Tommaso Menicello had called off ill, possibly with the same thing, about three hours before the the game, and so he got a few touches when actually it was Luca Marisi, and, and in the second half I went, that... That looks like because Maurice is obviously you know quite a well-known player, and I that that doesn't look like mentality. And I went, oh god! And the camera focused in, and they turned around. They got the tiny wee names, and I went, God, it's Maurice. <laughs> and at that point, you either fess up to it or you try and bluster it out and just commentate as if you've been calling saying Maurice the whole game. And uh, <laughs> and uh, that was my that was my uh, my tactic. But it was just it was uh, it was comfortably the worst moment in my. Yeah, it's horrible, isn't it? Oh, that's awful. I think I think I called Marcus Watson Marcus Smith once at the weekend. But it happens yeah, to that's everyone. Just a slip of the tongue. That's it happens just to everyone. That's really the, like, he's the most famous Marcus person <laughs> I know, so just naturally came Oh, out. anyway, so there we go. And I haven't been barbecuing anything. I've been watching Narcos Mexico. I've been 
been doing other stuff, just trying to get myself in Tom Biggs style shape. Um, I, Watch beef though. Apparently, beef is really good on Rotten Tomatoes, which is a um, it rates movies and series. Yeah, it's got a really good score. Um, but a I, critic I, score or a or a public score on Rotten Tomatoes? Pass. Because yeah, on Rotten sure. Tomatoes, they have critics will give it a it gets a score like the Super Mario movie that's out now. Film, not movie, I'm not American. Super Mario film that's out just now. Or Mario Brothers film, whatever it is, I don't know. Mm. Anyway, it's been universally panned by critics. I think it's one of the worst things they've ever seen. But then it gets a really high score from audiences and it's broken box office records. Right, so, okay, so I'm on here now and it has got an average um, tomato meter of <laughs> 99% and an average audience score of 93%. Okay, well, that's yeah, So this is useful. good. Yeah, well, beef. Uh, yeah, but that is good. But and but go I've, on, I've go on the Mario films. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Anyway, right. Look, well, should we do? We. Sh- I mean, I don't want to be taking control of this pod, but um, you are at. You are. I was going to say you were. You were in Italy. You weren't, but you were doing Benetton against Cardiff. So. But but before that, we have to have a break. So do you want to take oh, right. us to break? Professional break then. Well, that's some fun chat we've had there, Tom. Listen, coming up after the break, we'll be uh, going back over the rugby of the weekend, perhaps looking forward to this weekend's rugby as well. But join us after these special messages. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Welcome back to Shanks. And Shanks and guest, um, and let's talk rugby. Let's. So we'll start with we'll start with you. Where were you? I was, uh, as previously mentioned, at Scotstone for Glasgow Warriors against Emirates Lions to give them their full titles. And uh, yeah, Glasgow. Who were you Glasgow. with? I was with Chris Patterson. Ah, the pa- talking about do. lovely, lovely people. 
Talking about lovely people, he would be in the top five loveliest people. Not lovely. Lovely is the wrong word. He's just, he's just. Everybody likes Chris Patterson. Mm. I, I knew you two would get on. Like you, there's a lot. I can see a lot of him and you. And you. He's and more him. optimistic about the world. He's more positive person. I think he's he's good good company. Good company. And he, God, he knows his. I mean, he knows his rugby because he. You he's know, great like to you, work with. Oh, he's great to work with. You know, when you're doing Glasgow against Lions. Wish someone would say that about me once. Oh, I, I like working with him. I like working with you. I, I, you. I, 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 when I see you. Shanklin on the call sheet, I go, it's going to be a good day. Because, you know, you, you know, entertaining, but also you're going to know your stuff as well, which you do. And Chris Patterson, you know, you're going through the Lions side, the South African side, and they're the, probably the, the, the least celebrated of the, the South African franchises at the moment. They're yeah. sort of a... An, they they have younger players in there. They're sort of seen as almost a. They're they're like a Connacht now to you know the other side being the Leinster and the Munster and the Ulster. So you see some players that you're not so familiar with, but he knew something about every one of them, and he's watched them a bit and he well researched. It was very very helpful. It helps that you cover them in the URC. So yeah, and you get we get to see a lot more of the South African teams than someone yeah. who would cover the Gallagher Premiership, for instance, yeah. would. Um, but yeah. Uh, and how were Glasgow? They, they didn't romp home like no. they did the following the week before. No, uh, they were they were good. They were very very. They were clinical. The difference was, and and I think the lines going into that game had been clinical when they were in the twenty two. But the, but Glasgow were just much the better at that. You know, talking about conversion from getting into the twenty two, converting it into points, and Glasgow did that. Two early tries converted. Um, Who was good? Who was good? Uh, oh, Rory Darge. Rory mm. Darge is, you know, it's it, it, such a shame that he hasn't been available because of the ankle injury he yeah. had. But he's just, I mean, he was player of the match. I think he made 30 tackles, um, didn't miss one. Uh, a, a number of defenders beaten carries. He was top of the charts again, as he was the, the week before, I think. Um, you know, he came back in the middle of the Six Nations um, but just wasn't quite quite up to speed. But the last couple of games, he's been he's Scotland's best seven without a doubt, and hopefully he stays injury free. You know, and it's you know the back row is competitive as it is in most countries, I suppose. But the back row in Scotland's pretty competitive. Yeah, Rory Darge is he's got that build. He's amazing, and he's he's hard as nails. He's like a new Hamish Watson, isn't he? Yeah, it's it's, it's funny because Hamish type. Watson is just sort of. I don't, he just dropped a little bit, hasn't he? I don't, you know, because Injury and, yeah. yeah, well, exactly. And you know, having both of them fit and going for the number seven jersey would be would be fantastic. But I don't think I think Darge would get into most sides. He's he's incredible. And still young, you know, twenty just twenty three. Um, imagine being Johnny Matthews, and the week before you scored five <laughs> tries, you get subbed off before you could have scored six or seven. Yeah, and then, I mean, and then you're on the bench. <laughs> I mean that, yeah. I mean they do score quite a lot of tries through the mall. So hookers are the people who get yep. on, the, you know. So, um, but, they but he use was backs in the line out as well, don't they? All the time. <laughs> yeah, that was, I like mean, a I, lifting I, pod at the front. I doubted my eyes because I was I was so busy focused on one line move, which ended in a brilliant try for Jack Dempsey, mm. who I called Hugh Jones briefly going across the line. Anyway, um, but I was so <laughs> focused so much on it's a theme developing now. I was focused so much on George Horn at the front of the line because he sort of joins in a little bit as well. Yep. 
that, and then I saw this fair-haired guy going up in the line out, and I did that comedy rubbing of my eyes in disbelief that it was Kyle Stain being lifted in the line out. <laughs> um, but the ball, but it wasn't for him. The ball. Um, anyway, it was just a bit of uh, it was just, this perfect training ground move that ended with Jack Dempsey. And talking about back row options, Dempsey now is. Um, you know, when you've got Matt Ferguson and Jack Dempsey going for your number eight, that's yeah, that, that's tremendous. I, see, I think Glasgow could easily go all the way in the Challenge Cup, and if they keep up this form, they'll challenge Leinster, I reckon, for URC. Do you think so? Yeah, I, I think so. I, I just they're just a settled team with Hugh Jones, Tupaluto in the centre. Stain has found, I think, some great form recently because you wouldn't have necessarily said like a year ago maybe that. Richie Gray as well. Yeah, you know, he was going to play for Scotland, you know, regularly. Again. Yeah, I mean, I think I think they are. It's interesting you talk about Leinster because Glasgow are getting close to being, you know, the the, the Scotland's. I mean, obviously you can add in. Uh, They've got like McDowell and um, Johnson, you know, behind two. Yeah, Blue Sam Blue. Johnson stuff from McDowell. Yeah, I mean, they they they're very close to being the, the Scotland side. There are a few, you know, at. Uh, at Loose heads, you know, mm. Schoeman and of course Duane van der Merwe and Finn Russell, but they're not far off being a Scotland side. And then Leinster obviously are pretty close to being the the Ireland side. So I think Leinster are still, uh, as Ireland are to Scotland, are still a level above Glasgow. But you're right. If it, if it comes down to a one off match and things click, then then yes. But um, but anyway, that you know, it's not been bad for them being in the Challenge Cup, nope. Glasgow, because they've got a real chance of. Of winning it, whereas I don't think they would in the in the Champions Cup. The Scarlets beat Claremont thirty two thirty. That was a great game at um, Parker Scarlets, and their their seasons turned around massively since January. At the start yeah. of the season, they they had three reds, ten yellow cards in the space of I don't know, it must have been about ten to twelve games, and they really struggled with discipline ever since the new the the new year. They have been quality, and it did help having Simone red carded, yeah. which couldn't really argue with it. No, you couldn't, but you you couldn't spot it either to start with. You know, no. it's only in replay that he sort of ends up hitting too high, slides straight down immediately, but contact. It's funny made. now, you know, when you're commentating now, and you 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 you're watching the match, and you're commentating, and you're going through this passage of play, and you think everything's fine, and then suddenly you just hear the TMO, mm. the assistant come in and. And give the instruction to the referee, and you think, "Oh God, someone's in," and you just don't spot it in real time at all. It's no. not, because because so, when you're commentating, you have obviously TVs in front of you, but the, the the game is being played in front of you as well. And sometimes you you switch between the both, don't you? Because you want to preempt yeah. what might happen, and you, you get to see where the space is. Mm. Um, but yeah, it was it was one of those uh, you could not spot straight away. It just looked like a decent tackle, and then yeah. when we had replays, it, it was a red card, but. You know, Claremont didn't help themselves. They, I tell you, who looks who like Pen- um, Penno's kick chase is yeah. such a threat on the wing. Yeah, he's such like, a good player. Honestly, like his kicks are so good when he's down the right hand side or left hand side. His little chips over, he puts it in space, and he puts so much pressure on teams. You see, um, Raka's tries. I mean, his oh. first try on the crossfield kick. I know, and then the second where he just sort of pounded his way through you and Nicholas. Yeah, uh, I, I, felt for I mean, him. Oh, you could just see you and Nicholas's face as he's getting up off the floor and you're just praying in, in that situation they don't score but there's almost not much you can you know obviously there's something you can do about it but you and Nicholas would be 80 85 88 something kilos yeah and Raka oh, 
You just yeah. line them up. Well, it's not a manual, is there, to be able to tackle someone like Raka? No, no. no but it should be. Um, Sam Costello played well. Johnny yeah, Williams had another great game. Yeah. Like, Wales, he'll be in that Welsh squad, no doubt. And yeah, he's made, made a difference. He has made back. a huge difference. His carrying game, his defensive game. Um, so then who wins? The, playmaker. Who well. wins Scarlets against Glasgow then in the semi? It's the Scarlets, isn't it? Yeah. <sighs> That's going to be a cracker. Mm. It's going to be big. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I, I might find, I don't know. Because I've just I've just massively hyped up Glasgow now, haven't I? So they could yeah, win but you, you see, you have to stick by that. But I think I think I was going to say home advantage, but you know, do the crowds? I, I was you know watching all the Champions Cup games and the Challenge Cup games, and the contrast between some of the crowds and the atmospheres in La Rochelle and Exeter and Toulouse and Leinster, you know, wins, massive crowds. Glasgow is a disappointing crowd. I know it was Easter weekend, but and and people, you know. Y- you find out late that you're even going to be playing a home game, and then you've made plans for the Easter weekend or whatever. But other, but other, you know, games had such great atmospheres, and um, and that's what is sort of missing, and you know, in, in Welsh rugby as well, in terms of the the districts. You know, it's um, just because Scarlets playing a home semi final, you would hope that there will be a decent crowd, and that could make a difference. Yeah, there would be a, a decent crowd there. Um, yeah, that's the only thing with the URC is the away support, which doesn't fill up the stadium. So you, you do for derbies, and maybe you, you might get this for a semi-final with Glasgow, and you, you'd hope Glasgow brings some support down. But if you can't get behind the Scarlets in a semi-final of a Challenge Cup, then then you're just wasting everyone's time. Don't just, bother. Get out of here. Just yeah. find a new sport. Yeah. Uh, but Benetton held on right at the end for, uh, against yeah. Cardiff. Um, uh, shame for Cardiff, but I quite like the, I, whenever I see things going well in Italian rugby. Yeah, I don't I mean know. this with sort of uh, patronising. Oh, well done, little, you know. But they are. It's you want rugby to be thriving in Italy, and when they scored that, you know, what proved to be the winning try in the end, and you see the sort of celebrations, and you think, yeah, that's it's good for Italian rugby because they've had to sort of play second fiddle to all of the teams for a long, long time now, and ever since Benetton won the Rainbow Cup, you know, they've just sort of climbed up the league and they've got so much better now basic skill level they've got some really good players like Fekatoa's going there mm. next year um, Scrum out from Bristol Andy Uren's going there So and they, they've got players like Rhino Smith who, who are excellent I really like Menoncello at 12 massive carrier <laughs> yes yeah, one of your favourites unmistakable um, character no but he is a good player yeah Duvanaka's his box kicking is, is brilliant they've got big carries in Negre Lamoro. And Cardiff, they missed Jared Evans at 10. And, and Priestland is is in great form at the moment. But you need them both playing. Because Priestland, some of Reece Priestland's best games have been at 15. Yeah. Um, and you've got a massive attacking threat in Jared Evans at 10. So he was missed. And Cardiff struggled a little bit at the start to get into the game. And they got themselves back. But um, penalties hampered Cardiff and had just allowed um, Benton to get deep inside their half and they held on right at the end under a massive amount of pressure Uh, I'm not sure the line out drive Cardiff had if that was legally kept up you win some you lose some yeah, it just shows the format though that everyone's saying, you know, well well, hardly anybody misses out, you know, it's eight teams to qualify but the format actually the, the, the importance of qualifying is that you want to 
finish up there to ensure a sort of home passage yeah. through to the because yeah. it makes such a such a difference. I mean, let, you look at Leinster in the Champions Cup, I mean, they're just basically playing at the Aviva all the way through. Yeah, well, it's because it's all seeded, isn't it, as to where you yeah. finish in the pool, so the highest. And seed. that's why Scarlets, you know, did so well because what they, I think they were top of their, even though they were struggling in the URC, I think they were. Um, yeah, yeah, they were top of their pool, and Glasgow were second in their pool, so that's why it's a. Yep. Down at Parker Scarlet. If you look at the Challenge Cup and the Champions Cup, it shows you how important it is because all home teams won at the weekend. Yeah. So Leinster were just uh, brilliant against Leicester. I mean, that's the thing, you know, oh, Sexton's out. Well, will that make a difference? Not really. No, it doesn't make a difference at all. It's no, just, because you've got Gary Ringrose. Well, Ringrose, I mean. I know. I, last time I saw him, he was whacking his head in the thigh of Blair Kinghorn mm. um, uh, playing rugby. Uh, and. So, you know, to see him back and just doing, I think he's, he's such he's such a good player. I mean, that's I just a, obviously a very obvious thing to say, but he he's the epitome of Leinster is that he does so much so well, but they just don't they know exactly what they're doing and they execute it beautifully. And it I get, sounds I get simple. bored about talking about him because you say the well, same exactly. thing every week about every player knows the right line to run, every player yeah. has the the right time and they take the right options, like. Jimmy O'Brien just on inside pass from Byrne for his try. It was just so simple, but that's where the space was, and that's where they put the ball. They're, the, they're, they're clever. The system, and again, everyone talks about this. The system that runs pretty much through from, you know, Blackrock College play the same way. I think it goes mm. Blackrock to Leinster to Ireland, and it's everybody, you know, learns very early on the most effective, efficient. They've got some great coaches through all those levels the way to play so by the time they're playing for Leinster or for Ireland it's kind of drilled into them anyway and yeah. then yeah I, I think I mean it's almost a bit of a shame that they're going to be playing Toulouse in the semi-final because that is what a match that is you know yeah. four times winners against five times winners the two sort of ultimate champions ultimate champions of Europe coming together but because the Toulouse game that was some of the tries in that game oh. were the best I've ever seen if you, if you haven't seen it kids get it because it was just conditions were great conditions were great and talking about the crowds you know in Toulouse uh, sorry playing against the Sharks if you didn't know it 54-20 Ramos scored 29 points um, playing and this was back, Toulouse they? he, he side footed it to DuPont oh, it was like it Man was, City it was so good and they, I mean they had Malia got a yellow card for a high tackle For he, he made the tackle on, on Mapimpi and got he looked to get knocked, well, not quite knocked out, but I'm surprised he came back on. He came back on and scored tries. But every single try in that game was outstanding. For Sharks as well, Grant Williams' try after the break by Kerwin Bosch. One of the quickest things I've ever seen. It was it was a brilliant try. Bota Chamberlain's try. Mm. And then the one, the one that Ramos finished off with a little sort of basketball-style pass from Dupont because he, it was the only sort of little pass he could do. And Tamak with his solo effort. I mean, it was rugby as you as you want it to be. It looked great. It sounded great. It was so that to lose. Yeah, if you, you want know, to get people interested lose. in rugby, watch that game. Or if you want yeah. to like attract sponsors, watch that game because it had everything, absolutely everything. Yeah, it was. Uh, but I mean, again, Leinster will will Leinster them. And you know, we sometimes when you watch Leinster or you talk about Leinster, you think, yeah, yeah. It's, it, it, it sounds as if you're almost sort of bored talking about how good they are and how efficient they are. And that it, because they just do it time and time again, I, 
whereas other sides that are very, very good sides might have little dips or do yeah. something that's slightly out of the ordinary, um, whereas Leinster just keep Leinstering. Yeah, they, they, every week, every single week. Like you might get teams do it for one game and then the next week, you know, they, they dip below that and it doesn't come off. But yeah, I mean, that, that's why Leinster is so good. Yeah, and they've got so, they've got massive amount of talent coming through. They've got quite a high wage bill, but you don't have a wage bill in European rugby. No. Um, but most of the talent, well, a lot of the talent in Ireland, all comes through Leinster schools. So, Let me take mm. you back to last week's pod, where in predictions, both you and David Flatman said uh, in predicting uh, Exeter against. Mm. Against Stormers. Yep. Uh, we went you said, Stormers. Yeah. Mm. So that was a bit of a surprise. That, I mean, that was a surprise, huh? Yeah, we got but it But a big, big win. Yeah, I know. Really good. Like Sam Simmons. Looks Ollie like Wood- Woodburn looked good. Yeah, he was, I know. Because I did the extra against Montpellier. You know, extra time and was hoping for... I really was hoping for place kicks. Once you go through extra time, you just want place kicks from yeah. the 22, don't you? That's all you want. And you want random people to take them as well. <laughs> yeah. You, want, just, you it want it to come down front row. <laughs> it should be just a draw. It's not... No, you can't have your place kickers. It's draw lots. All right, okay. Here's tight head yeah. coming forward. Um, so, but, but, you know, Exeter, that was Exeter sort of old. Just really, really... Definitely. It was just... It was... So so efficient stormers. I, I was disappointed by them in terms of how they played, but anyway, I thought because Montpellier, I thought really deserved to win the previous. You know, they yeah. done it with Zach Mercer being sent off, mm-hmm. and they played. You know, Exeter did very very well to come back and and take it. And again, the atmosphere down at Sandy Park was superb. So Sean O'Brien was good um, at twelve, and he's someone yeah. that was, they signed from Connaught. Um, yeah. I think last year, the year before, but I haven't seen too much of him. But like what I see. Yeah, no, he's good. Yeah, um, but yes, yeah. big win for Exeter. I, I didn't see that. No, I didn't see that coming no. at all. But again, that's another thing with some sometimes the South African sides because you look at the Stormers side and they, you know, talking about the contrast of the Lions who don't have star names. Though the Stormers do have star names, but um, I just wonder sometimes. You know, I wonder what how difficult it is to to travel here, there, yeah. and everywhere. It must be like as much as people say. Well, you know, it's. They, should, they don't have to worry about that. They knew that at the start. It's always the case. It does affect you. It definitely does affect you. It affects your preparation. And they can't all be in business class either. No. And anyway, even if you're even Etzebeth, business class is like an economy seat. So, but I think yeah, I think I think the biggest thing for them is they won't be care, they won't care too much because they're in a competition. Yeah, and they're in a league, so they just have to they have to deal with that. Unfortunately, you know they've. They bullied themselves into our league. Yeah, um, bullied I, themselves. No, they, have, they haven't. I, I actually really enjoy um, watching them in the URC. I think they, yeah. they certainly added to it. Um, La Rochelle, 24, Saracens, 10. That's a great place to watch rugby. It must be a great place to play rugby as well. But I didn't... There. I know Gloucester were fantastic against La Rochelle, you know, nearly taking it in the last mm. 16. But I thought there would be a, a bounce back from La Rochelle and low. And behold, O'Gara just wouldn't stand for that kind of nonsense of of playing poorly at home again. They were, yeah, they were they were really good. Um, mm. I don't think, I mean, I don't think they were as impressive as Toulouse, but in their own way, they were. And you look at the, the you know, the names in there. I bet, you know, Tawera Kerbalo, his 
do try. I mean, there was great hands by Aldrich in the first one. Yes, and then that was Levan- really good. Oh, it's fantastic. And then Botia's break. You can just see Ezekwe just going for the big hit, jamming yeah. it, and then just a little one out the back from um, Aldrich. Yeah, I thought, I mean, I thought at the end, I mean, Billy Vinopola was a loss and, you know, a little bit of a, a worrying injury as well because they just stopped playing, didn't they? He just, he just stopped and was standing there and was thinking, oh, that, that looks really, really uncomfortable. But I thought Saracens at the end, when um, Doolan was sinbinned with eight minutes to play, 24-10, there's a high tackle in Lewington. And, you know, if Lewington had been able to get in there, it was it could almost have been, there was a little bit of cover coming in, but it could easily have been a, a penalty try. And that would have made it very, very interesting yep. because sin of Doulin back to maybe seven points. Um, as it happened, you know, um, uh, Sarri's replacement hooker, uh, Wilson Croft, he, he shown a yellow card as well later on. So it kind of evened itself out. But... Yeah, they they were nearly there, but I just don't think La Rochelle were ever going to lose that one at home. Well, we got a couple of weeks break, I think, until the semi-finals. Are you working on any? Do you know? Uh, I am going to be down at Parker Scarlet's oh. um, for that one, um, so that'll be good because they're actually playing this weekend, aren't they? Glasgow against Scarlet's at Scotston in the URC. So yes, they are. I was so that's interesting. That, I can't. That is interesting. Um, did um, you? Well, it's just come out now. Um, Dylan Lewis has signed for Harlequins. A big a loss for Cardiff and Wales. Yeah, they'll all be going. Who? Ross Murphy's gone to breathe. Joe Hawkins oh, gone to Exeter. I think basically, if if you're staying in Wales, it's because you've not had many options. <laughs> So, so then you play that. Well, I'm, I, 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 don't I want that. to stay here. I'm, I'm loyal, and I think that this is where you're desperate for the phone to ring or the email to come in. So, updating you, just pulling down your emails on the screen all the time, just hoping that it updates, saying um, offer for you. Yeah, it's a shame. It's a shame, but it's inevitable, isn't it? It's. Uh, yep. I think. I, I mean, I do think this caps rule has to change. Yeah, I think so. I think with the money that's on offer now, it's just. Um, it has it's to just, change, it's, doesn't it? Yeah. Well, obviously, we're losing a million or so pound uh, for next season. Then it drops again the season after. So there's just not enough money to, to be able to compete with the likes of France or the Gallagher. So, yeah. I think if, you can't go into you cannot go into a World Cup without... Did I see Hawkins? Is Hawkins... Yeah, he's gone to Exeter. I, I agree. So obviously I agree, gone to Exeter. Will Rollins, who's going to be a couple of caps short of it, yep. but they're not going to be able to get that sorted out before. So, I agreed with the rule in principle, and that's when players were being paid um, competitive money, maybe a little bit too much. Yeah, but now it has to. Yeah, now, it has now to it has to check. Yeah, you just you just can't expect a player to, I don't know, play for fifty to a hundred grand a year less, maybe in some situations. Um, in Wales with just the dangling the carrot of maybe playing international rugby over them so I know yeah no absolutely it's uh, yeah it makes it it makes it harder but it's um, because you do you know if you it's like you know Finn Russell has to go back to or had to go back to to racing between matches and Stuart Hogg or Johnny Gray or whatever but it's still you're still getting your best players they might be a little bit <laughs> tired, <laughs> but you're still getting your your best players and your biggest names, your biggest stars playing for your country, and that 
it has to be the yeah and the, and the other thing Andrew is that it will have a knock on effect on the league and I get the point that it, it allows I don't know new talent to come through but it's not as if at the moment we're we have an abundance of brilliant talent coming through we're, we're struggling yeah. as it is you know if, if there was amazing talent coming through we would have seen it already um, yeah. so we'll be in a rebuilding process for five to ten years I think in Welsh rugby unfortunately yeah Anyway, that, that's for another podcast, you that's know, another along podcast. with your golf podcast, right? Yeah, exactly. Anyway, this has been a brief cameo appearance, and I'm going to go and cook a brisket. Go. <laughs> go. go. What is a brisket? I don't even know what a brisket is. It's a bit, well, I don't know. It's a big sure. It's a big joint of meat, which you have to slow cook and brisket. smoke. Yeah, I've got a tough. smoker. I've actually got a smoker. Yeah, applewood smoker. I don't have that, but um, I imagine, you smoke I imagine your tofu. David does. Yeah. <laughs> oh God, to- I mean, I'm not a vegetarian, so I've stressed that. And tofu is is just the devil's work. It's horrible. Mm. Silken tofu. Yeah. No. I'm not a fan. Not a fan of that. Anyway, so that's 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 good. Have we done some good chat? Yeah. Um, what's up? What are you up to for the rest of the week? I am. Uh, I don't know. Actually, I do oh, know. I faced you. Know. No. I, what am I? What am I doing? Um, Walking. No, I'm doing stuff, stuff, busy, 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 lots of things on the go, projects. <laughs> I'm trying to write a book, actually, at the moment, so. Um, About? But, but words are hard. Um, I'm just trying to, write a, trying to write a novel, see how that goes. Okay. There'd definitely be murder in that. No. And getting away with it. No, it's, Stalking. A, it's a dystopian zombie-esque where there are just a, a couple of people left in the world. One's a sort of older guy, and then there's this young girl who's sort of immune to the... The, the 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 disease and they go around and he shoots people and um, I'm pretty sure it's original. So uh, well, yeah, you'd be joining Mark Robson, wouldn't you? Because he recently um, has he got a book? Launched, has he? Yeah, it, it is about serial killers. I'm sure. Is it? Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. I'll, I'll steer clear of that then. I'll make it about. Uh, I'll write a children's book, children's novel about z- zombies and death. <laughs> Well, gather around children for the bedtime story. Yeah, my my little boy would love that because he does yeah. love zombies. Good. And um, mm. he really enjoyed The Last of Us. Uh, you're raising him in dark ways. <laughs> yeah. Good. Good parenting. Parenting tips to the end. This Mum's Net pod has been brought to you. That is it. We're gonna have, we have to find a way to end it now. Okay, well, you just say thanks for joining us and uh, I'll not be back next week, but the big fella will. Bye-bye. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.